Yeah. Oh my God, save it. Save it. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll work okay. it in naturally. Oh my. Speaking of working in naturally, uh, Dr. Lori, what's your safe word? You really want to know? Yeah. yeah. Monogamy. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Miss Christopher. And we also have Dr. Lori here. Yeah, we do. You can say hello if you'd like. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> and you know what? Monogamy no, no, no. would kill my scene, so that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we uh, we have so we have a lovely guest today, uh, the lovely, wonderful, and uh, clinically trained sexologist, Dr. Lori, is on the program today. Um, and we will uh, we'll we'll get right back to the the shenanigans with her and get kind of a little update because we haven't seen her in a minute. But that's also today's topic, Daddy, which is. Uh, we have exciting news. And that's it. Goodbye. We'll see you later. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> no, we um, were involved in a project that we weren't allowed to talk about for a very long time. Secret project. That we shot way back in September. Secret August, project. September. Um, and it was uh, shooting for Sex Life again. Secret pro- I mean, Sex Life. Which yeah. is on epics. So, for all of those that don't know... We shot something last year. Uh, it was a Pony Play episode with myself and Dad. It, it was, was a pet exactly play. two years ago today. I, oh, geez. My it, Facebook it actually aired last popped year up. Then, right? with, yeah. But it, we shot it two years ago today. And, and Sex Life producers wanted to do a segment on us about Pony Play and Puppy Play. And so they came out and they shot for a day or two in San Francisco. And while they were out here shooting us, and we had a really good time. Yeah. And we got to go up to a farm and shoot around uh, the farm. I got to do some pony play. We did some puppy play. And they just shot our life. Well, while we were doing that, they're like, you guys are really good. We like your show. You guys should have your own show. We should do something and like that. we were like, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, you want to produce that? Um, anyway, so they called us in the middle of COVID lockdown because they didn't have, um, they couldn't go out and document again because of the things that were in place of testing and, and stuff. So they needed to stay local and follow all the COVID protocols. So they asked us if we would come and do a version of our show for their show. But we don't want to get into the nitty gritty of that just yet. Um, that is today's episode, which is all about shooting a television show, which <laughs> I don't know many people of of our listeners can relate to, but some of you maybe can. Um, it's a very interesting process uh, uh-huh. that requires a lot of hoops being jumped through, whether you're a pony, a puppy, or just a normal person. A lot of coordination. A lot, yeah, no, you have to touch your toes and chew gum at the same time or something like that. I, I don't know. You put a dildo in and chew gum at the same time. There you go. But we're very excited because it's now finally going to air and we put a lot of love and sweat into this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a fun thing to do. Yeah. And I think and we haven't seen it yet. So the oh, big and disclaimer, we haven't seen it yet. Disclaimer. So disclaimer. Do I, have, do I have a sound for this? <laughs> well, that works. Disclaimer. We have not seen it yet. So we are strictly speaking to our experience today uh, by ourselves and with the crew, but also with Dr. Lori. But before we get into that, Daddy. All right, so you're going to think I stole your tea, but 
me. It, 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 it affected me too. Oh, so okay. I'm going to. I love it already. So you know what elevator music is? You know the. What is more annoying than elevator music when you're waiting for? Are you done? I'm being annoying like elevator music. Yeah, it's working. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> what is more annoying than when you're on hold trying to get tech support and they have elevator music playing, but to make it even worse, it is the same five notes over and mm. over and over and over. And then you wait for half an hour and they come on and hang up on you and you do it all over again. Now, I'm saying this because this happened at the puppy <laughs> just yesterday, but I was in the room and I had to listen to it. So it affected me because <laughs> well, so he had it on not, speaker. Not to take over the daddy, but um, so yes, yesterday I, so I have a new computer. We've done, we're twitching, not physically, but on the internet um, on twitch.com slash what's a safe word. And we have a computer that is literally, I think to this date, 10 years old. So I got ourselves, I got myself a new gaming computer. And and it was very needed. And thanks to our yeah. Patreons, because they're the ones who let us be able to afford it. So thank you to our community. And yes, thank you. Unfortunately, I turned it on. I plugged in all of the monitors, and uh, the monitors didn't work. It's supposed to be straight out of the box, push a button. It's supposed to be, considering the amount of money we spent <laughs> on it. Um, but the graphics card was broken. I now know how to take out and put in and test a graphics card. And I'm not a, a computer person in that regard. So. And why do you know this? <laughs> Because I had to sit on hold for two and a half hours before I got somebody actually to help. And every walk time it said it. 10 minutes. And so he would put speakerphone on, and I was in the house, <laughs> and it was literally the same. We figured it out. Da, 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 um, da, we are without a computer da, now for da, da, an da, extra. See how annoying that is? I know, it's very <laughs> annoying. We are now without a computer again for an extra week because I have to send back the parts. I'm not going to drag the company yet, but if they don't answer my emails <laughs> and give me that tracking number, boy, I'm a coming. Um, anyway. Wait, that was your tea or my tea? Whose well, tea was that? Well, I told you you're going to hijack it, but it affected Excuse me. Excuse you? It, was, it affected me, so, Daddy. you know. Yeah, no, get get some better music, people that run those phone co Did you actually know that, and I only know this because I, I've spoken to friends that work in uh, phone phone banks, sometimes they can hear what you're saying when the music is on. So, oh. if, so if you say things like, oh, they're so annoying, which we weren't, but I, if you say I things, <laughs> if you say things, they sometimes, depending on the call center, can hear what you're saying. Is this like a waiter that'll spit in your drink if you're rude to yeah, them? Yeah, no, they, they will. They will make you wait longer. So you you don't remember, but I was instinctively being like, I'm sure it's just busy because of COVID. But They're that's doing how you their always best. are. I'm like, ah, drag oh, them. Not after the third phone call where they they literally hung up on us twice. Right. I was so upset. Uh, anyway. Dad anyway, <laughs> that was my dad T. That was my puppy dad T. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, anyway, follow us on twitch.tv slash what's the safe word for video games eventually that are high tech and great FPSs, which stands for daddy. Uh, FPS? Yeah, FPS. What do you think that stands for? For pretty something. No, but but I, uh, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Anyway, Daddy, today's topic, again, we are talking about our own television show. 
I know. I mean, it's not. It's just not. It's ours, not ours. We did a segment on it. Clickbait. Got but you. You know what was fun about it was it was a version of what's the safe word, but heavily produced. I mean, this was a big time like five cameras. I don't even know how many crew, but it felt like thirteen or fourteen. Multiple day, four days, four of days. shooting for about two episodes, probably heavily scripted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which you you actually had a heavy hand in. I better get a production credit. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If I don't get a production credit, I'm suing. No, I'm not going to. But um, we yeah we so we went all the way down to L.A. for multiple weeks. But and it, like I said, it was in the middle of COVID, so we were on the fence of whether to do it. And but we said we would drive there. They got us a nice hotel on in uh, the Marina or Marina del Rey. And so for us, it was kind of like having a little mini vacation. And uh, we had to get tested before we went down. Everyone on the crew got tested. There was someone from the industry making sure everyone wore masks the entire time. But this was still new into COVID. We weren't sure uh, how how bad it was, really. True. But we also met one of the first people in forever that didn't have to wear a mask around us. Who just happens to be here today. Yeah. Talent didn't have to wear masks next to each other. <laughs> it, it felt like, it actually felt like this huge, like, oh my God, a human I can talk to. <laughs> face to face. Which brings us to today's lovely guest, who we got to work with, not only professionally, but very closely during COVID, the lovely Dr. Lori Bennett-Cook. Again, clinically trained sexologist, lovely human, and was a guest on our show that wasn't really our show. Yeah. No, we're going to just talk about it like it's our show, so it's not really. Daddy, I'm trying to... I'm trying to hey, Dr. Lori. Lori, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you both so much for having me. It's really, really great to see you again. Oh, my God. So how much fun was that experience for you? Because we had a great time. It was one of the most fun filming experiences I've ever had. Yeah. 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 Either in front of or behind the camera. It was, and I, and I mean, we had an amazing crew, obviously, but mm-hmm. for me, it was working with the two of you. It was, oh, it's so it was sweet. Just really fun. It was a good time. Well, you know, I think we, had we not, um, had done the segment a year prior, the pony thing, and learned how, because, you know, a lot of the times these kind of sex stories can be a little salacious and titillating. And Sorry, say that again? Salacious. Salacious? Salacious. There you go. And delicious. <laughs> Which makes uh, it salacious. <laughs> salacious. I shipped that one together just for you. <laughs> not, how, not how that works. But... You, you know what I mean. You never know how it's going. they're going to portray you when they air it. But they, we were so impressed with how they handled the subject before and the producers, Josh and uh, TJ and um, Tony. Tony, were just so amazing. And you knew they cared about this topic. They were all straight, mm-hmm. but they really cared about this topic. Um, and it didn't stop Daddy from flirting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was this one production assistant that. that I, don't I, I name kept, people. Don't I name didn't people. Name okay, okay. He's so cute. You know, I worked with this crew season one also on a few different episodes. I was featured on one of them and then worked behind the scenes on a few others. Um, because that's one of my jobs that I do is I work as a media consultant for different mm-hmm. media outlets that are working for anything towards sexuality to make sure that the information is correct and delivered in such a way that it can be well received by an audience. Um, so the first year that I worked with them, I found them and I, you know, same thing. I was a little like, "Mm, who are, you know, Mm -hmm. what is this all about? But they were so amazing. Had this been the first 
episode, you know, they're like, come over and play with these boys and let's, you know, <laughs> some fun here. I'd have been like, what is this? But when they called me to come down and work with the two of you, I was like, no hesitation. Like, Aww, let's go. That's because nice. I trust this crew. They were yeah. amazing. They were yeah. really amazing. And they, they, they followed strict protocols, everyone. And, you know, I had like one segment I did, I'm, I'm like half naked with clothespins on me being whipped in a barnyard. Right. Nobody sure. batted an eye. Nobody gave me a, a cringy look. They were just, they were comfortable with everything and they were fa truly fascinated and wanting to learn. But uh, also they were like, can you just yeah. do that one more time so we get a better reaction? <laughs> right? Yeah. The episode I worked with them on, they were at my house and we were working on a couple's first threesome. Oh. And same thing. They were so professional. And not and invasive, was, even though there's like five cameras on your face. Yeah. It, that was, it was a really challenge. I don't know how they did it that. It was very sensual. They did it really classy. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. Same thing, and I trust that when we see this on screen, it will be done really well. Agreed. But I'm actually curious, as, as a sexologist, um, how did you get into, I mean, the field, but also, and maybe that'll be a follow-up, doing it on TV and helping people? Like, what drove you towards that profession? I feel that media has a really unique way of reaching people and educating people when people don't even realize they're being educated. <sighs> so they could, like, tap into the show and be like, this sounds fun and check it out. But they might see things that they hadn't really considered and might see things that, like, no, wait a minute, I can see myself that way because if the media is done right, it's not stigmatizing, it's not shaming, um, but it's still fun, it's still light, and it gives people an opportunity to maybe even see themselves in a way that they mm -hmm. hadn't really considered. Exactly. That's good. I mean, that's why we started What's a Safe Word was generally because we didn't see lots of gays and kinksters being portrayed on the YouTubes, but then it, it kind of just exploded, pun intended, mm -hmm. into more inclusion because there was an audience for it that we didn't even know existed at first. And we we also commiserated, not commiserated, we, we connected with the fact that there was not this open source sort of dialogue or communication that existed, especially on the YouTubes, but in, in media in general, like you said. Yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. it's either taken so seriously that it's like cautionary and we really have to you know oh these poor people and it's so serious or it's so salacious delicious delicious right <laughs> as daddy says that it's it's you know either titillate titillating or intimidating and people just don't really know where to go right um so to find somebody that has that balance is really powerful and, and really that's why i'm super impressed with this show sex life is that they have found that balance um and it, it, i mean it's still a little tit titillating um sure. but would, would you, would, i feel like they are educating in a really healthy way as well would you call it titillicious titillicious <laughs> no you I call like it titillicious delicious Oh, no. I love making up words on this show. So then how, how did you first get involved, Lori, with uh, doing it on TV? Because I, 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 I understand that I want to make content that you not only love, but speaks to you and hopefully speaks to other people the same way you would want it. But how did you get involved on TV? Um, I, I don't want to just say I left out, but I haven't. I've been very fortunate that I haven't ever advertised myself. I just um, all my business has been word of mouth. Living in LA, you have contacts with different people that have different connections. And as soon as something is needed to be done, then they've asked, you know, like, hey, can you come over and talk? I do, I do a lot of lectures all around the world. 
Um, so it's not hard to find where I stand on a lot of things. And I'm obviously not afraid to be filmed or seen or ask me any questions. I don't have anything that, you know, I haven't had anybody ask a question that I feel uncomfortable with yet. Until now. No, kidding. <laughs> no, you really, you really have a really calming presence about you. I really felt at ease the second I met you and then doing our segment. And I think we were even in bed together for a second. We were. Oh <laughs> and there was a lot of messy hair. Yes, and there was. That was the part and... I didn't like. <laughs> no, it's just like my hair in this one. My hair. <laughs> Well, yeah, so that was that was interesting for me doing the doing playing in bed with you scene, which your viewers will just have to watch and find out. Right. So they did a segment where we were all under the covers, and wait, didn't we do it twice? Did we? We did it in the master bedroom and in the, the sub bedroom. We did it in the master bedroom over and over again. They had to do a whole bunch of takes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. And. See. Yes, where where Lori <laughs> just pops out after the pup and I are just talking to each. It, I think it'll edit really nicely. It was cute. It will. It will. They they had they had a bunch of very nice camera rigs, and I mean, you got every shot with nice like blurry backgrounds. It was in this gorgeous house, and not to like ruin the magic, but these these sets and these scenes that we're doing, like sometimes they portray it as like, oh, here we're just gonna go into their house and and shoot it. Spoiler. Um, not our house, though I wish it was. Oh my God, that no, house it was we a were gorgeous in. house they shot in. Gorgeous yeah. multi-million dollar house, I'm sure, in LA, which I've definitely seen in porns before. Have you? I feel so. It you was in like this one have. neighborhood. I feel that kitchen looks familiar, and right? Too clean, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most and the shower, the oh, shower, the showers, the bathtub. Wait, I never took a shower there. Were they good? Oh, oh we you did. peed in and we got in the bathtub. Oh, I, I peed in the shower. I always pee in the shower. But um, <laughs> when they did the, when they did my episode with the threesome, they did film it at my house. Oh, okay. And that was that was interesting because um, because I've done a lot of media work. I don't always just let my partner know when something's happening. And he he came home and he was like, um, he pulled up in front of the house and there were all these trucks and cameras and they kind of walked in and they just like get out of here you can't be in here who are you and he's just like, oh, uh. they chased him out of his own home oh no because they didn't expect him there and they didn't know and they're really careful about who comes in and it was yeah. just i have yeah. shot enough porn to know do not ever let a camera crew in your house because they will destroy it well <laughs> and that's why whenever i'm on a crew or for instance like on a show like that i i take pictures of everything just to help because at the end of the day and, and you, you Lori don't know can where attest. anything goes back. Well, not just you don't know where things go. Even if you cared, you are so exhausted. You have been on set for 12 hours. You've been carrying rigs or not getting enough water. Or like we had a segment where we were in a bathtub and it was a hot bathtub for like 30 minutes. So they're like, you look very overheated. Yeah, I was like <laughs> sweat dripping down my face. I'm like, yeah, this can't look pretty. But they also move everything around, like plants to block certain lights. They took off the paintings off of every wall. Yeah, you know, everything gets moved around. Anything that's copyrighted needs approval. So, like all the clothes yeah. you'll see in the show that we wore were our own merch because and shameless self promo. We had to sign a waiver for everything we wore. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We did. <laughs> oh, I know. And they were good in my house. Somebody must have been taking pictures. Because yeah. everything did look really cool. Well, oh, and don't forget, no. they fed us really well. Oh, That's they true. did. That's the true. food was really good. And daddy needs good food yeah. or, or he gets... The talent happy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Especially a grumpy daddy. You need it. You need good food. Um, yeah, no, they I have had a question for the two of you. Yeah. Oh, go. You take pictures of the room that they had you using to change in for your dressing room. Yes. Oh, because had, go ahead. Were, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. Ask your question. No, there were like these child like these children's kind of animal heads all uh -huh. over the walls. Yes. And it, it looked as though the room had been decorated for you. Like literally there was like <laughs> heads like your t-shirt right now, Daddy. It was like yeah, so they had all these stuffed animal heads, like ponies. They were like Muppet and, busts. Yes, but for the the wall. But I think they were trying is like a set for a kids' room. I believe it was a kids. It was room. an actual kids. It room? It was probably an actual kids' room. Oh my god! I would, Who knows? I we didn't sleep had... in the bed. We just used it to like put our <laughs> our suitcases on top of. I promise. Um, but they did have their own sheets and all that good stuff. So it wasn't like we were intruding or doing anything on no, actual we people's doing things. Anything weird. Well, when you say it like that, it makes it sound like we were doing something weird. We were only Nothing shooting a sense. We are always doing saying. something weird. Nothing weird about it. Yeah, thank you. True. We were just shooting, you know, sex education. Mm -hmm. um, but we used every... And we, we used every single room in that gigantic house. A couple times, sometimes. Oh, my. Yeah. But um, I think, I think that the, what's interesting or what be, might be interesting to talk about when talking about a show or just creating television in general is just how much of it is scripted versus how much of it is off the cuff versus, versus how many takes you do. Like I know, so we had two different shooting day or weekends pretty much where we drove down and we shot for two full days. The first weekend was a little interesting because we are so used to the back and forth banter, whether it's with a guest like Lori or not and just talking. And then in my brain, um, whenever I'm going through videos, like, I'm editing as we shoot something. But in this case, we're shooting something for another editor to do with multiple cameras. And I don't know. How was that giving up that control puppy? Honestly, it was really nice. Are you feeling okay? Oh, I'm feeling fine, but I can feel that you tried, you're trying to like amp me up over here and I'm just going to poke you back. See, how do you like getting poked? How do you like it? How do you like it? Um, but it was really interesting. And so like the first time it, we were just getting our bearings, figuring it out, like, I had scripted things the way that I would script it, but probably not the way that like the crew would have scripted it, which caused some, and I don't want to say like confusion, but it caused like growing pains maybe. Like this is our first time shooting this kind of show with them. So it was really interesting because we had bits and we had openings and clothing. Yeah, so the closings. bits were scripted, but then like the segments like we did with you was very ad lib and that yeah, i and, don't do scripted well at all yeah and that was very comfortable well when i lecture i don't do scripted well and like no i i have to just be off the cuff that's the only way i work but well. the only way that works is if you're with someone very knowledgeable about the topic they're discussing exactly and you exactly. were and i i was like blown away by the whole segment that we did oh, i thought so, you meant you being knowledgeable no you you, you, you when you started talking about the things we were talking about i was like oh my god i learned so much <laughs> I mean, I'm more for on the cuffs or keeping the cuffs on than off the cuffs, but I'll have the cuffs on somebody else. I yeah, don't or that. Yeah, Dad, you want to put some cuffs on? Sure. I could put a gag in, and then we'll me and Lori could have a lovely podcast without That'll any make shipping. Great and... podcasting. Yes. <laughs> but then the second weekend um, that we shot was, of course, with Lori, and it, it mm -hmm. felt a lot more. Put together, it felt a lot more like just well thought out. And we kind of worked out the kinks, pun intended, from the first time because 
we just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, the second one went a lot smoother that because we had the uh, we knew the crew at this point. We knew how they operated, how they functioned. Um, and we knew the takes. We knew the cues. We knew, we the, knew the people. We didn't feel as awkward or weird. And then just had a lovely shoot with with you where we kind of we demystified questions that, that you get a lot as a sexologist. We talk about couples. We talk about polyamory. We even had like a little game show. Oh, that's right. You were like the you were asking us questions on a game show. I forgot about that part. <laughs> what that you would ask in bed or something? What was it? It was yeah. it was like a whose line or not whose line? Who's like in a, my bed? Who's yeah. in my bed? That's what it was. And you asked us some very pointed questions. I kind of yeah. flushed a little bit sometimes. I think you, I think it was really fun. I think it was really <laughs> fun to see the two of you to, together when a question was asked. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It was good. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I remember who won. Do you, Daddy? You, you always win. So no, I, no, I, no. We're not saying that. But we're saying that. No. <laughs> don't, give, don't give away. Don't give away. Because we actually don't even know what what segments go in. Oh, we Yeah. If, and if you haven't watched it yet, go check out Epics. You can get a free weekend. I mean, we're going to watch it and let you know for sure on the social media. It premieres, scene, but... to, premieres tonight. Um, if you're listening to this on the, the night that this podcast comes out. Which is Friday. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, and I guess this leads me to my next question. Lori, do you have a safe internet connection? <laughs> safe internet connection? I have, I mean, there's a password. I don't know. <laughs> do you not have a safe VPN? <laughs> I don't even know what a VPN is. Was this a subtle plug for today's sponsor? To log onto my internet. Well, but we should tell her. Pornhub is all over my computer and phone. So, would you like to watch Pornhub in every country? Oh, yeah. Now this, you this can. Is, this plug is just <laughs> today's sponsor that's making this episode possible is making sure that we can continue to make sex positive content with Lori and without. No offense, Lori. Is Surfshark, Daddy? Can you tell us a little bit about Surfshark? Uh, Surfshark is a VPN, which stands for very pretty. Network. Nudes. No. Nudes. <laughs> Virtual <laughs> private network. Now, right. recently. Yes, all, all the privates on Pornhub and or other websites that you don't want to be tracked. So VPNs are specifically are used to help kind of spoof your location. So like weekly, I will use it to watch RuPaul's Drag Race live in New York, but I'm actually in California. Oh, so you get to cheat with a VPN. Your wireless network is terrible. Oh. Um, and so we use it specifically for RuPaul when, whenever we have our RuPaul viewing parties with, you know, mm -hmm. me, myself, and I. But you can also use it to, like, spoof your internet for Netflix or Hulu to get region-blocked television shows. Lori, do you watch ooh, really? Outlander? Do you know what Outlander is? I do, <sighs> but there's only so many times that people can go through these you know, the same thing. <laughs> That's how I felt through season two. I'm like, oh, okay, I got this. I was like, okay, we've had the same scenario like how many times now? But what if you want to watch it in Germany? However, well. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game or, of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. So if or you. Sense8, now there's some good sex on those. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, you heard it here. If you don't have access to Game of Thrones or Sense8, though, and you need that region to be unblocked, <laughs> you can check out today's sponsor, which is Surfshark. And uh, the price discount, um, Daddy? Offer code WATTS, W-A-T-T-S. <laughs> Offer security, privacy, um, 
price discrimination in different countries. If you want to shop for something like a, a flight or you want to shop for certain goods, it actually does change depending on what country you are buying something in. Well, that's that's really, that's really good. Like this is the first time I'm hearing about this. So sorry to like hijack, but does that mean that you can get in there and because in some countries it's literally illegal to order things like dildos or to watch porn. Absolutely. Absolutely. It would give access to sex toys and you know, we're going to have to hook you up with the Surfshark VPN. So the current deal is 83% off and three months for free when you use the link down in the description or use offer code Watts at checkout. That's pretty good. I see Lori writing down. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll send you the link after the show, Lori. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Surfshark. Follow-up question. Now that that, uh, sponsorship mode is over, Lori, what sex toys are you going to go buy with Surfshark? No. (laughs) Well, I'm one of the lucky ones that I get sex toys just delivered to me because people have samples and things like that, and they need somebody to try them out. So, you know, because Mm. I care... You, what do you oh, do with all the extra ones that you don't? I have three daughters. Use? Oh wow! <laughs> so I don't usually oh. have a hard time finding people and lots of friends. So. Oh okay. Do you also have? Oh, we had this experience uh, a while back with just like our pod, our our, our pretty much our apartment pod, which is what mm-hmm. we call it, the AP, mm-hmm. um, which is just a bunch of gays in our in our building that we see and everyone's safe and whatnot. But we had a little like Tupperware. Do you remember Tupperware parties, Lori? Yes. <laughs> so we pretty much had a bondage Tupperware party. Do you remember Tupperware par- parties, puppy? <laughs> yes, because my mom always brought me to them. Uh, of course. Because my mom and her friends all had kids, and so all the kids got along. But they would, they weren't talking about Tupperware, I'm pretty sure. No. But they were like, you know, buying Tupperware. And I'm, I'm, I bet you, I bet you that they also had like their own sexy stories that they were sharing or toys that they were swapping back and forth. But Getting we pretty much. Say again. Getting out of the house? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my parents used to call pot Tupperware. No, that's very odd. <laughs> that was their code for pot <laughs> Tupperware. Because they kept it in the Tupperware? I, that's probably. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> so many uses. We had a gay Tupperware party where I pretty much, I'm only one person. I only have so many holes. And daddy only knows how to function so many of the sex toys that I show him because they all have different plugs and go in differently. Anyway. Oh, my God. The chargers. The they char- all have different chargers. They all have a different freaking charger. So. Mm-hmm. Or require Bluetooth. We had a little Tupperware party between the few gays who live in our building. And they pretty much went through. And I have a box. Again, I have a box that's like three feet wide by three feet wide by five foot tall. Just full of sex toys that I would mm-hmm. love to use, but I don't need to use. And so, I mean, we've given it away in like raffles for charity before through what's a safe word, but it's COVID. So we've just, we just had a Tupperware party. It was really That's cute. a really brilliant idea. Thank you. <laughs> Don't you find too that I know for myself, I, I find myself, I have like a couple go-tos that, yeah, there's other toys that I could be, and I can try them and I can sample. But if I find something I like, it's like, when I want to get the job done, I'm going there. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I've got, I've got my select few toys. Um, I've got, mm-hmm. you know, my preferred vibrator and my preferred just like cleaning out tools and my preferred like anal training kit um i honestly even as a sex educator i only have i would say four tools slash toys that i use regularly like what oh here's a question what is the ideal number of sex toys to own However many. <laughs> yeah. I like, is there an ideal number? However many you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
but that's interesting daddy how many what is your ideal number of sex toys as the person who has a wall full have of- you seen my wall <laughs> like, like, i've got it i've got a peg I'm like, board. let's look at the background right here i have a pegboard <laughs> full of sex toys i couldn't even count them if i tried yeah. i mean my background has honestly only one two three sex toys in it and two of them are knitted and one of them we created with rope by ourselves so not that many but daddy's wall it's it, it's massive it's just it literally just a dungeon wall full of sex toys so Lori, as a sexologist what do you find teaching the most what what do people come to you for the most do you think um probably the biggest thing that i have clients come to me for well let's see there's a few there's a few different things right now my clientele because of covid is a lot of people trying to figure out how to just you know continue to be intimacy boost their libidos there's a lot of people out there that it's it's hard not to be in a funk right now yeah with everything because you don't have contact with other people and even though you may love your go-to partner um when they're the only person that you see 24 7 you might be they're driving you crazy a little bit (laughs) yeah so how to spice things up that way Um, i have a lot of clients that are in non-monogamous configurations whatever that looks like to them whether it's polyamory or swinging or triads or anything like that um communication 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 sure people on that and just whatever it takes to be feeling like your best sexual self, whatever that looks like to you. You don't have to look or be or sound a certain way, but how, how do you feel in your body as your best sexual self? Oh, and what good. brings you the most gratification and how can I help you get there? Uh, so uh, what's the demographic that you usually are teaching that come to you? So it depends. It depends on where I'm at. Like, um, and when I'm in Salt Lake City, the demographic is, it's very interesting. There's a lot of people coming out of the church where masturbation itself is something that mm. is, um, or sex outside of a marriage is a really big deal. Um, a lot of people here, surprisingly to me, have not ever experienced using lube for anything. They still oh only God. see lube. Yeah, like lube is just in case your partner can't, you know, needs it, but they don't realize that your partner just, always sorry, needs just, it just, just in case just to tell you <laughs> just adding Luke can like open a whole wide world of excitement um so that's that's one thing um that's interesting. when i'm in southern california the demographic is more about um kinky dynamics a kinky 101 how to get introduced with those different things what types of play there is um how to understand that because you're submitting to somebody and submission dominance dynamics is not the same as an abusive relationship. And Mm -hmm. so cultivating healthy relationships within those demographics Um, and then swinging in non-monogamy and helping people recognize that those terms are not to be used as an excuse to be a dick to your partner. Mm. Like to consent and communicate and, you know, be forthright about what's going on. And it's not a free for all pass, like, you mean? Oh, I can, I, I'm polyamorous. So I can just go out and cheat on you. Like that's right. not how that works. And and just because you do have a certain instance or, or you need a certain thing, doesn't mean you're not still a dick, but communicating about it definitely helps. Because <laughs> I know. Communicating helps a lot <laughs> because it's always like that thing that you're afraid to tell your partner because they're going to get mad about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They may get mad about it. But if they find out about it because you kept it from them, 
really going to be upset. And yeah. that's when people really get hurt is the sneaking and the deceit. Yeah, because it, it's dishonest. At least if you're coming out to someone, you know that they've thought about it and they've come forth and, and they know that it wasn't the best, but they're trying their best for you because no one's right. perfect, you know? No one's perfect. And I think that that's the whole thing. If we each are trying to be our best version of ourselves, we're going to make mistakes all over the place. And even at our best, we're still going to hurt people, not intentionally, but to still be trying to be our best. And if we're each trying our best to be our best, we're going to be better partners for whoever we interact with. Yeah. It's like, it's like they said in, uh, in uh, Beauty and the Beast, be our best, be our best. We will service you <laughs> to the best. Put our service to the test. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tie a napkin round. Get down there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> soup, soup du jour. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, that anyway. would be a really fun scene to do with somebody. To, to the be our guest. <laughs> yeah, to be your best and have them, you know, like serving and that could be pretty fun. Okay. We'll do that on our next Disney show. Tur turn a Disney song into a kink scene. Ready, go. Yes. Disney I'm going to be a mighty queen. So RuPaul best beware. <laughs> See? Uh, Daddy hates it already. Daddy doesn't like Disney. <sighs> <laughs> or he just doesn't understand it. It's a, oh, a hole with H O L E, a whole new world. With, yes. Yes. See, Lord. Oh my gosh, Lord, we have a whole. Yes. Okay. Oh, you guys, you guys this are made for like each other. Should we open up a poly relationship right here, where you just laugh at his jokes? That'd be fantastic. I'm for okay me. with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, we should totally have like a whole event like this. I love that. Well, when COVID's not a thing, and when everyone's gotten vaccinated, and we're still being socially distant and safe. We'll absolutely have you on this show and we can do a Disney challenge or something with clinically oh, yeah. trained sexologists, Lori. What's yeah. your personal relationship structure like? My personal relationship structure, I have been married for nearly 20 years Wow. to a pretty cool dude. I think he's a really nice guy. Um, Except for when bias. you're shooting in his house and he's not allowed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, but we have been non-monogamous the entirety of it. Um, I am polyamorous. I've only had a couple actual polyamorous relationships outside of him. I've had a, several friends with benefits. He enjoys having friends with benefits here and there, and we enjoy attending like swingers tile parties together. Okay. Oh, um, okay. We don't like to say we're polyamorous or non-monogamous. It's, it's more of, because labels can, while they can help you identify, they can also be a bit restrictive. I was just um, curious about that with the labels of polyamorous and friends with benefits. Where do you, where, how, how do you discern the two? Well, because a friend with benefits is like my friend that we hook up with and they'll come help me move my furniture. Oh, I need you know, one of those. But yeah. my polyamorous relationship is going to be somebody that is like a boyfriend or a girlfriend that I have an actual relationship with and we more carry intimate. each other through emotional times as well as horny times. Yeah, it's like light speed. You approach the, the point of polyamory and then you just can be. We tend to just say that we have a very freedom based relationship because we mm. both want to help the other be their best, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Like I want to help my partner be the best version of himself that he can be and have his fantasies life fulfilled. I would never want to know that like 
laying on the deathbed. He's like, well, I could have done these things, but I didn't want to piss off my wife. Like, <laughs> that would, I, for me, that would feel bad for me. So I wouldn't want to do that. Totally. Um, and at the same time we have, we, Living this kind of lifestyle will bring up every insecurity and every question you've ever had about yourself, about your worth, about your partner, any of it, because everything is just so raw all the time because mm-hmm. it's so open. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of communication, like our communication skills are with each other. So how open. much of your uh, teaching is based on uh, your experience and how much is it based on schooling? Um, I would say probably most of my education is based on my experience. I've had a lot of schooling. I'm actually going back to school starting in the summer to get a couple more degrees because I just... You can never have enough degrees. You're you're a masochist? Um, (laughs) What degrees do you have right now? I have psychology, erotology, sexology, um, and human sexuality. Wow. And I'm going to go back and get sociology and a certificate in criminal justice. Um, Jesus. Because I would like to see about doing some divorce mediation for people and wow. disentangling relationships huh. without having it to be such a harmful, destructive thing. Are you also looking to like uh, freelance for CSI or maybe? No, <laughs> that could be. Don't don't laugh. That could be a thing. Uh, so I, but- haven't, I haven't told because I went to law school years and years ago. I only went. For, for a minute I just went for one year but and then I transferred because sex was so interesting so I went into sexology so I went to that for grad school but I would probably like to go back to law school too That's so I'll cool. just be in school forever so because there, there's one in there I didn't know what's areology erotology, erotology. is the study okay. of all things erotic oh um, See, and more. I also, because the school that I went to years ago when it closed and the founder died, he left his library, which is the largest personal collection of erotic library that is known of, as far as we know, and I have that in storage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. What's it doing in storage? (laughs) Well, I have to. Here's the thing. It is pretty much, I mean... It's in a storage unit that is 12 by 30, stacked eight boxes, lettered head wow. letter boxes, like legal letter boxes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. high, packed, <sighs> completely packed. And I would say probably 75% of it is all homoerotic. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. So I've, I've been in porn for 30 years. All through the 90s, I knew all of these BDSM companies that put out like Zeus and... Um, Drummer drummer and everything i have every drummer magazine there is but these people have died off and when they did their families threw stuff out or they didn't leave and so or it was on vhs tape or is so there's so much stuff that was never digitized what's vhs Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) sitting in boxes in someone's garage yeah yeah um we have so many we have complete magazine stacks and catalog stacks and readers from like the 30s 40s and 50s yeah no people just like got rid of because it's like grandpa what right yeah it's like all your life magazines you have to throw them out at some time see and here i used to work i go to catalog you two need to come out to palm springs and and sit that's a that's a full-time job yeah i mean i have uh, i used to work at mr s leather in san francisco with a bunch of people that have been in the scene for 
20, 30 years. And so every once in a while, just because I sat outside of some of our manager's office spaces, they'd just be like, do you want these? And it would be someone's old leather jacket or some chaps mm -hmm. or some random sample. But there's been a number of times where um, one of the one of the heads just was like, I have a bag of, of pins from all of these contests from the last 30 years. Do you want them? Wow. And, I, and I was just like, and pins like title pins or bar vest pins. Oh, my, or, pi my pig was just talking about um, Keith Herring used to give huh. out little pins and put them on um, his art when he jumped out at subways. And he had a huge basket full of them that he just threw out um, like wow. 20 years ago, not thinking they'd be worth anything. But. I mean, it's fascinating. <laughs> all, of the, all of these things. That, I mean, literal Ziploc, a huge gallon Ziploc just full of pins. And I haven't to this day like gone through and actually looked at all of them. But I imagine a good 60 to 70% of them probably don't have a year or even like a title specific. It's just fascinating. You may. It, if, history. If yeah. you don't want to sit on them, you do, do you know about the Leather Archives and Museum in Chicago? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. they may be able to help. No, I, I've already been contacted and, and talked with Kinsey Institute, University of Michigan and Stanford. Oh. There are different people that are interested, but I'm, I'm leaning towards maybe making some kind of a center since most of it is homoerotic so that people, rather than just giving it to a collection, that's going to, you know, again, it'll be white gloved and kind of put away. It would be really cool to be able to, digitize some things, hmm. catalog some things, and let the community itself have access. Palm Springs would be a great place for that. Right? <laughs> I mean, if yeah, only you know, we knew That would actually be a great place for that. You could get a lot of people involved with that. Categorize, yeah. get interest in. Yes. I, I'm surprised at how much stuff isn't digitized to this day. Even at the Leather Archives Museum, I feel like a lot of that is gigantic stuff that probably doesn't live online. No. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of it doesn't live online. Like I've, I've sat there with my, you know, Googling different things and a lot of it's like can't be found. And there's books that date back to like 13, 14 or 1500. And, and we're getting to the point where even the stuff that is digitized and put online has no platform to live on anymore mm -hmm. as we've gotten censored and censored and censored. Well, yeah. and we continue to get, yeah, sex negative BS that comes along with every platform. But like, even as you talk about like being a consultant on these shows, so many of these shows don't even get it right. Like joke aside, like you being on a CSI, whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. like that would make so many very sex negative um, stereotypes or tropes that, that perpetuate and just go through those shows would be so much safer. Mm -hmm. um, which, which, I, which is why, you know, this sex life series is doing a really good job of being that, good of being good, good, sex good positive, good callback, good callback. and is yeah, how we met you, which I'm thrilled mm -hmm. about. So that it's yeah, yeah, they're they're doing amazing work, and I really hope that they can continue with what they're doing because it's just like I said, I think the crew itself is what makes the biggest difference. Yeah, agree. no, I agree. They were so amazing. conscientious about everything they're doing, and that doesn't take away from any of the sexiness of it at no, all. Not at all. Well, yeah. because we'd be doing something like we'd be in a bath, literally like so hot and can't do anything but then they'd be like i know you're hot i know you're sweaty but was that take right did you say it right like did you did you say the words have you oh, been they were fact checking the right through us and actually you, yeah <laughs> and it wasn't even a rude way it was just like a did you feel good about that because right. we can do another one and i'm just yeah. like oh, i think it was good but i think daddy said something <laughs> wrong or called somebody by the wrong I, pronoun I, can you please say it I again? say things and, wrong all the time but it was just the openness to be okay taking another set even if it costs us another you know hour by the end of the day yeah they always made sure that we were okay with the take it mm -hmm. wasn't them directing 
And I think that was kind of the documentary style that they were used to. Um, so even though it was a scripted show, they were making sure that the takes were correct and 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 sex positive. But and I will I will say like editing is everything. And I don't. So we'll find out. Well, I I know, and I trust this crew, but I just they did a great job on first season. I'm sure they they did an amazing job on first season. Really, they really, and and it's not just like they have a couple cool people that that know what they're doing. The whole crew was just sensitive and care, and just really, really good at their job. Yeah, they were sensitive. So, what was your favorite moment uh, shooting it? Hmm. Did you have one? kind of getting to boss you around a little bit with the crop. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. <laughs> Bossing daddy. Everyone likes to boss daddy around. I think that was pretty fun. Was um, I actually enjoyed the very ending take where the puppy was delivering this long line oh, of dialogue. God, literally and, I had, and I had this gag like reveal where I turn around and there was something going on with my pants. You'll see. And, yes. And you yes, were in the chair just because you they weren't shooting you at the time and you were just taping it and uh-huh. just like silent giggling your ass off. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny because I could not That was only, I, I was watching you to know when I was supposed to walk down the stairs for this uh-huh. take and you yeah. your reactions to what was going on just cracked me up the entire that was pretty time. Awesome. So. For those listening and not fully comprehending the what daddy's trying to convey, imagine uh, Kimora Black we were i was rooting for us i was giving the line and daddy would come down and like the cadence or the 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 way in which the line flowed just wasn't perfect every time and i appreciate production for like making us do it again but yeah, it was just like you fucked it up over and, and over i did not fuck it up over and over again <laughs> Was, I had to go up and down those stairs 20 times. They did it like a dozen times, but it was funnier each time. It was funny. It was funny, <laughs> but that's what made it harder to like produce uh-huh. the line by the end of it. And it, you never see the fuck ups in production, but I am glad because, and I'll get back to my favorite part of the show, but like I, I shot most of this. So like I have mm-hmm. a vlog that I can edit together, but I just haven't yet because I didn't know the show was coming out now. COVID's been a thing. I've been busy. Um, so I hope that there, I, I, I hope to have time in the future here just to give a behind the scenes once both episodes are out because there was just so much fun and silliness behind the scenes that you don't get because the production doesn't get to be on camera. Right. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my personal favorite part, thank you for asking, Lori, uh, was. <laughs> um, thank you for reading my mind. No, yeah, no, I know. I'm also a mind, mind reader. Same, Ooh. same mind reader. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was doing my own stunts. Um. <laughs> yes, yes, you did your own stunts. See, Mr. Christopher and I. And we that had dildo was big. <laughs> yes, you had stand-ins. You had stand-ins. Yeah. The yeah, production put on a nice uh, <laughs> wig for Lori and <laughs> grabbed a cigar for Daddy. No, but there was one part where we were doing like bits and jokes to just cut in between all of the major kind of talking uh, or interview parts, mm-hmm. and it was it was a point that Daddy had to give to camera. And speaking of flubbing, I mean, not to call you, no, but it was like a, make sure you clean up after using silicone lube with soap and water. And so I, in the very background was like, it was very blurry where I was in camera, but you could see me walking and I would just slip backwards and fall onto a a whole set of foam pads. No, they took every cushion off the couch. 
and put it on oh, the floor for right. you. It was the couch cushions. <laughs> they were couch cushions, and he so he had to slip backwards and fall on his back. Yeah, and it's like a concrete floor. <laughs> it was marble. It was marble. Yeah. So I'm glad you didn't hurt yourself. It was actually. fun though. I, I have outtakes of. I will. I, I should. If you want this to be a vlog, please comment down below. <laughs> Daddy, yeah. what was your favorite part? Oh, I, I said Lori laughing. Oh, okay. That was my favorite part. I loved it. I also liked we did we did a cooking segment where I had to slice bread and I did it with my bull whip. And again, I can't wait to see how they edit that. I don't know if they're gonna be able might to might not have actually been cut with a whip, yeah. <laughs> but it was very much inspired by our Christmas episode where we made cookies with sex toys. Yes. So um we did it on the show first. The chauffeur. Chauffeur. We did it on the chauffeur. On sex. The guy who first. drove us there. We had we had a chauffeur. No, we didn't have a chauffeur. Daddy was a chauffeur. <laughs> Don't laugh at him. Um. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I'm, no, no, I'm not no, speaking. No, no, go no, ahead. No. Segway. Go. So anyway, that was my favorite moment. And um, Lori, I'm sorry. We're talking so much. We're just having such a lovely time. No, you're fine. Sorry. I I'm curious. Uh, would you do it again? Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. When are you coming out with your own show? Yeah, you're so good on camera. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys want to do something together? Oh, oh sure. We we go to Palm, Palm Springs. Springs and do it. Yeah, well, we could definitely do okay. that. Okay, Lori, welcome to Shark Tank. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what is your show idea? Surf Shark Tank. The Surf Shark Tank. <laughs> I have an actual show idea that was that was that had some legs that was peddled just before COVID, and it was. I'll share with you. I Only if you can. Like you don't no, have to. You, nothing that will get stolen. <laughs> well, you got to keep including me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Writing okay. credits. Absolutely. Okay. Talent credits. <laughs> producing credits. I'll give you all the credit. No, it's 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 a good idea. Okay. It's a, it's a good idea. I think you'd have fun we'll with talk. it. We'll talk. No, I'll just be a producer. That's fine. There we go. Okay. Wow. Look at us making deals on air. And then when you don't do like I like you're supposed to, then I can come in and crop you and just <laughs> You like cracking okay, that whip, you know. don't you? It'll be deal or no deal, but in each box, it'll either be a bigger and bigger sex toy or money. There's a little lingering from my pro dom days. Yeah, no, oh. I got that part. Trust me. And the host could be a pro dom. Kitten with a whip. Say again? Kitten with a whip. Yes. Meow. Wait, I have a sound effect for that. So, Lori, we are getting to the, speaking of tail ends, the tail end of the episode here. But uh, as always, we want to make sure that people can find you, ask you fun questions, follow you on social media, and see what you're doing next. Mm -hmm. Where can they find you and your projects? You can Google my name, Dr. Dr. Lori Bennett Cook, if you want to. I see, do, that's I'm a long name. Technology. You're going to have to spell that out. L-A-U-R-I-E. B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Uh -huh. Hyphen C O O K. Hyphen C. <laughs> Google there. Important. There's a ton of stuff there. So. Okay, Daddy. Um, I feel like you just wanted to boss her around for once. I did. I was just cracking my daddy whip. <laughs> uh huh. I it. <laughs> <laughs> or you can email me at drlauriebennettcook dot at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, and just Google is probably the easiest way, and just track me down. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. I'm not super busy on all the platforms or anything like that i've yeah, been very fortunate that i've just had enough work without it so great oh, i love that and you'll also be in all the descriptions down below we'll tag you in all the promos and whatnot 
But Daddy, where can uh, people find you? You can find me on mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or you can find me on Twitter, Christopher Weston. And you can find me everywhere at PupAmp. That's just PupAmp, one word, on all the things. Uh, Google it. You'll find us. And this has been What's Your Safe Word? Also, What's The Safe Word on the YouTubes? And... and if you want to see the show that we've been talking I about, was getting there. Uh, were I you? was getting there. It took you so long. <laughs> because I want the last, the, so saving the best for last year. Go, go to epics.com slash sex life and uh, you can join and see there. It's a uh, season two, episode six. Or season one, episode, was it four or eight? Eight. Eight. Yeah, you might as well watch them both. I'm just saying. I mean, if you get that free seven day trial, just do it. Actually, I'd watch them all. I think they did a They're great really job good. with on all the segments. It's it's really a great series. Have have Each have a segment's party. A completely different topic. It's really good. Yeah. Well, I guess we should talk about that just real quick before we close out. Is yeah, each episode is like kind of a some topics are fully fledged episodes, but others are like three parters. So like our pet play one, they covered mm-hmm. the cat chateau, they covered a pony plague troop. And then they covered us and our dynamic, which was pet play related. And Lori, in your episode, was it all you and and this couple or? It was, I worked as their counselor and it was a couple that was exploring um, a threesome for the first time. And then I did background work on the polyamorous and the tantric episodes. Very nice. And again, this is, they're at season two now. So there's an entire season and a half already out that you can go watch, binge. And let us know what you think. Text us, tweet. Or don't, don't, you don't, you can't text us probably. And apparently in our episode, it's called How to Get Wet. And oh. the first two segments is the seductive art of underwater nude photography. And we weren't involved with that. We were not. <laughs> A female porn star navigates her personal relationship. Weren't involved with that, that one. That would be interesting. And then a gay male perspective on keeping the sexual fire alive. I mean, speaking of Ooh, keeping the best for last. No. Do you know someone? <laughs> you know, I wish. Although some of the people, some of the, one of the other descriptions in the, the first episode we were in was talking about a, a disgruntled or troubled couple. And when you tweeted that out, we had, there were some people on social media that were like, are you guys Okay. Oh, I tweeted out as a disgruntled couple. Well, no, you, you tweeted out the link and people were like, you guys are in that episode, but it says it's about a disgruntled couple that are having well, hardships. I, I feel like we sound like a disgruntled couple all the what time. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time on What's Your Safe Word. It's very on brand for us. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with us, Lori. It's so much fun. I really enjoy hanging with the two of you. Thank Likewise, you. I hope you're able to come out or or us come out that way sometime yeah. soon. I so think. where 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 in the Bay Area are you? Castro, right in, right in the Castro. Right in the Castro.